Hi, welcome to today's podcast on some great ideas on how you can move forward with your own ideas. I'm lucky enough to catch up with actress Judy Leonard. Uh, we're currently in one of the oldest coaching inns of Somerset and quite close to the beautiful rivers that flow here. It's a very beautiful place. I just wonder, does being here connect you to your creativity? And what memories does this bring back of theatres that you've performed in, in the past, that may not be here? Well, I mean, my main acting took place in Oxford for 32 years, but I was born and bred in Somerset, and then having moved back from Oxford in 2011, I sort of explored what I could do in the creative field. Um, I noticed that the local brew house theatre in Taunton um, was very active with amateur dramatics and there was a choir that was just being set up newly in Oxford, um, sorry, in Taunton um, called the Courage to Sing, which I thought was quite a nice meaningful name for a choir and I thought a great way to meet new people having just moved back to the area. Uh, I was there for four years and then Actually, the Brewhouse Theatre itself set up a choir, um, which a few of us sort of went on to join, and I've been there ever since, wow. and it's fantastic. I mean, that really is a good way of creating new friends along with, you know, keeping in with your creative talents as well, isn't it, really? But you must miss, in some ways, the main stage, <laughs> and I wonder which was the main stage that you would look back with the biggest fond memories, perhaps, of your performing well, um, I mean, I did actually very first... I tread the boards in um, Bridgewater in Somerset, actually, when I was about 18. My friend Sue was, in, was always the leading lady in the Bridgewater Operatic Society, and she coaxed me along you know, and joined the, the sort of chorus and the dancing in a couple of musicals. So that was my first experience of having sort of acting in front of a paid audience, so to speak. Um, but of course, when I moved to Oxford, that was, uh, again, not knowing a soul, I joined the Pegasus Theatre, and um, that was 1978. Um, joined the Studio Theatre Club, which was just an amazing experience. I mean, I stayed with them for 32 years. So I've been in a lot of plays, as you've mentioned before. Um, I think my favourites um, were, I think, playing Roxy Hart in Chicago. I mean, that was an amazing experience. Um, it was in 1984, and it had been on Broadway in sort of 1975, I believe, and then came to the West End in London in 1979, 1980, and it only stayed ran for a year. So, in a way, in 1984, people weren't aware of Chicago like they are now. You know, and it wasn't... Um, I think, don't think the, the musicals in the West End were as popular as they are now either. You know, so... Um, it was quite a brave musical to put on and uh, we'd already uh, two years before I played um, put on sorry um, what was it um, Cabaret and that was a great success so we did another sort of Candored Fosse musical so yeah that was a fantastic experience um, it was just that we had these um, Cook County girls, we were the prisoners in the Cook County jail, and we wore these um, all covering overalls, and then we stripped them off, and of course the audience just had this intake of breath, I know, this gasp, you know, because obviously underneath were 
we revealed our oh. stockings and suspenders and flimsy underwear. So, uh, but it was absolute fantastic fun. Where we are at the moment is quite close to the Discworld Emporium, the Terry Pratchett sort of hub. And I know that Terry Pratchett has lived here um, for part of his life. Lived And also, I was just reading that he's very prolific. He, he wrote two novels a year. Now, I know that you've performed some of his work, the adaptations of his books. Huge fan base for that. Mm. Did you feel a responsibility? I mean, was there a pressure? Because, you know, people have got very close connections to these characters to get them right. I wonder how you researched this mm-hmm. and what's it like to be in an adaptation of a book? Yeah, I mean, the pressure was more on Stephen Briggs, who wrote all the adaptations of all Terry's books. Um, he got, he'd already adapted um, Monty Python's Life of Brian and Holy Grail and um, Blot on the Landscape, Port House Blue. So he then thought, okay, what, who should we um, try now? And one of the girls um, in our group was a lecturer of English literature and she said have you read Terry Pratchett so again it was I think 1990 we pondered on this and Steve thought well I'll give it a go I'll have a read of the Discworld book and um, of course the say the pressure was under on him to uh, get these characters right and you know and, and he directed the plays and played Lord Vetinari the patrician and um, and I think the rest is history, really, because you know he contacted Terry. Terry was thrilled to bits that we wanted to do this. He didn't want any royalties. He just said, um, "Give some money to his orangutan charity," and he then that was the start of our collaboration with him. Um, with the first play we did was Weird Sisters, broadly based on Macbeth, and I played one of the witches, um, Nanny Og, which is my role for four of his plays, you know, um, Masquerade and Lords and Ladies. And I've also played the footnote, which was um, created by Steve Briggs and much to the light of Terry, because I don't know if you've read any of his books, but he uses a footnote all the time through his writing. And I would come on, you know, with a footnote splayed across my chest, carrying a klaxon, and I would sound off the klaxon, the, the play would freeze you know, the performance, and I would come on and um, explain. And this was really for the benefit of people who were not particularly, you know, used to having read any of Terry's plays, maybe. I mean, we did have people um, in the audience who were not just massive fans, but, um, I mean, some of the people in the audience um, actually had better costumes than we had. (laughs) Because the Discworld fans are huge and Dedicated. crazy. Yeah, oh they just goodness. all love it. And yeah. uh, I mean, it was a fantastic collaboration. As I said, you know, we we did know Terry very well. He came to that first play as he did in all of every play yeah. that we did of his. He came along and um, he even had a cameo role in one of them. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, and uh, I think. I don't know quite what the connection actually is of um, Wing Canton. He lived in Salisbury, and um, when he's, you know, they set up the shop here with the Josh Kirby um, sort of pictures and all the other characters, and the um, 
Yeah, I, I, I asked him why he chose Wincanton, but I can't remember his response, unfortunately. Lucky he did, it's lovely. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, that was our, you know, that's really exciting. And totally, and I know that you got wonderful. very good reviews for all of yeah, them, and did. it was very well received and yeah. very hard to get a ticket, so yeah. I mean, you can't really ask for more than that. No, that's we amazing. can't. No, it's such fun. So out of the, the theatres that you performed in, I can see there's some very hard-hitting plays, the Actington Pals, um, and a lot of your early work there is at the Oxford Pegasus, which is a huge national treasure in Oxford because oh. I think it gives an opportunity to young people to get on stage, yeah. professional work, local work, local stories. And is there anything about the Oxford Pegasus that, I don't know, that you really sort of resonated with or any interesting sort of information that you had about it to share with our listeners who mm. might not be familiar with it no well i mean uh, first of all um before the building was actually built it was just a tiny little studio right down at the bottom of this plot of land on um Magdalen road um right next to Magdalen arms pub and i think the youth theater there and and the, the studio theater club would just meet the studio theatre club was set um, created when the youth theatre members reached a certain age and of course then couldn't stay within the youth theatre so they set up a then an, an older group of um, or adult members and because the name comes historically from the studio that they rehearsed and performed in then in 1975 an old breeze block building was built specifically for the youth theatre's use and um, it was renovated in 2010. Um, I think also the Gladiator Club, I don't know if you're aware of that, sort of a social club on Ifley Road, um, was also used for performances, you know, um, before the Pegasus was built. But um, I mean, it's a fantastic space there. Yeah, it and, is, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it goes from strength to strength and yeah. like I say, it's a fantastic resource for yeah, the, the youngsters of the yeah. city yeah so I know that you very much keep up to date with theatre trends what's happening sort of in the west end and that but I just wondered for you is there anything that you really feel that you would like to perform uh, do you have <laughs> anything that it's there that you would still you've done an mm. awful wide range and tattoo yeah. you've done a massive range of work mm. the musicals the straight drama Anything that you itching that you think that was what I'd love to do? <laughs> That's a tough one. It is. Yeah. It is. Such, such a variety. Of, I know. Shakespeare I know. And you know yeah. all, the, all of them. What would you go um, back to if you was going to? I wouldn't mind doing Cleopatra again. Actually, um, it's quite funny because um, Steve played um, Antony. I play Cleopatra, and we had a criticism in our reviews saying that there was no chemistry. Which was really funny because we were, but we were great friends and he was like a brother to me. Oh <laughs> so maybe goodness. that didn't work. But um, you know, it, I think um, wouldn't mind doing that one again. I think it was very, very hard work. Obviously, yeah. very wordy Costume and well. and also you know just the you know people that have played her mm, in the past, classics. you know, from Judy Dench and Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, it's uh, and I think the same. Actually, I turned down Sally Bowles because I could just picture Liza Minnelli playing her so fantastically, mm. beautifully, and I thought I can't compare with that. And I know people don't go and to amateur theatre and expect you to be, 
yeah. you know, it's um, amazing as a professional actress, but uh, I tend to turn it down. I, 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 maybe that would be a wrong Yes, I, I can see that. But you, well, now, you know, but, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I snapped at Roxy Hart two years later. Amazing. I thought, I'm not giving no. one of these candor ed posse musicals. Yeah. Um, I've got to play Roxy Hart. Any advice to anyone listening who is sort of starting out, thinking about starting out, or obviously it's not the easiest of professions or, or, um, sort of artistic forms to get into to perform especially musicals it has to be said you know when you look at the number of people applying for musical theatre drama school Mm. places I mean it's you know you're lucky to get a call back but obviously especially with young people it's something they really want to do any tips Mm. I think you know why not start off with amateur dramatics anyway or your, your local operatic um just get used to you get so much experience from that I mean I know it is classed as amateur but you know we used to put on the most professional show I mean you had to because people were still paying to come to see you so we took it very very seriously and put on the best show we possibly could so I think that's amazing experience and a lot of our members you know, that I've known over the last sort of 40 years in Oxford have gone on to be professional actors so I mean it, it is a, a starting point um, yeah. yeah and I mean with acting it's just believing you are that character I think that's my main that's a wonderful of, tip definitely yeah, you've that got character. to really believe that that is yeah. who you are playing and yeah. not you know get out of your own body and mm-hmm. into that other person I suppose that's part of the joy maybe it is, it is definitely <laughs> well I've seen you act and it's it's a joy that the audience feels as well thank you so much for taking the time to talk today Judy thank you you're very well with Pleasure. all your projects thank you